you don't know how to cope up with your emotion after miscarriage, you don't know how you feel, you don't know what are you feeling, and you don't know how to make it easy for you. So this is the right podcast to use. Stay tuned as we discover the different emotional impact after miscarriage. My life was never the same after my miscarriage. A lot of things have changed. My mood, my emotion, my actions, my presence of mind, and many more to mention actually. I can't honestly define the changes and it just came to me without realizing, without me realizing. For some reason, I felt like I was left alone by so many things in my life. My dreams, my plans, my ambition, and my motherhood. At this point, no one can understand me since I don't have the means to be surrounded with people who have experienced it. I have friends and family and I can just re- easily reach out to them and talk about it, but it's difficult for me. You know, I can't even share it with people, even with my parents personally, without crying. And I don't like that. I don't like to remember everything and and tell it or share it to people that I love, that is important to me. I can't. At this point, I really can't. And it's very important at this point that having the trauma of miscarriage, we really need to take care of our emotional aspect at first. The miscarriage impact is not just a simple trauma. It is a trauma that we will forever carry and we will never forget as women. But I think for me, forgetting it is not the answer to our pain. Overcoming this different emotional impact that is currently lingering in our life right now is the way that we can get going with our life. And today, we're going to speak on some emotional, or we're going to discuss and talk about some emotional impact that women may experience after miscarriage. Before I share about my own experience or my own opinion about um, this emotional impact after miscarriage, let me first define what are emotional impacts. So we have grief, shock and disbelief, sadness and depression, guilt and self-blame, anger and frustration, anxiety, isolation and loneliness, impact on relationships and long-term impact. So what is grief? So 
in general, grief is a natural response to the loss of a pregnant woman. Some people experience intense sadness, while others may feel a deep sense of loss or emptiness. The grieving process can last for an extended period. So for shock and disbelief, it means that many individuals and couples go through a phase of shock and disbelief after a miscarriage. It can be challenging to accept that the pregnancy has ended. And for sadness and depression, feelings of sadness, despair, and depression are common after a miscarriage. The depth and duration of this emotion can vary, but it's essential to seek support if they persist. For guilt and self-blame, it means that it is not uncommon for those who have experienced a miscarriage to feel a guilt or self-blame. They may question whether they did something to cause the loss or even when there is no evidence to support anger and frustration so some individuals may experience anger frustration or resentment these emotions can be directed towards medical professionals themselves or even other pregnant individuals anxiety fear of experiencing another miscarriage or anxiety about future pregnancies is common it's natural to be worried about whether it will happen again Isolation and loneliness. People who have experienced miscarriages may feel isolated or disconnected from others, particularly if friends and family don't fully understand it or if they don't have a support system. Impact on relationships. A miscarriage can strain relationships as partners may grieve differently or struggle to communicate about their feelings. However, it can also bring some couples closer as they navigate the grief. Long-term impact. For some, the emotional impact of a miscarriage can be long-lasting. It may affect future pregnancies, decision-making about family planning, and overall emotional well-being. So just a short disclaimer before we start discussing the different emotional impact after miscarriage, I just want you to know that these are all based on my experience and also from the advices of my psychologist and from the information that I have gathered from my professional doctor. So if you have questions with regards to the statements that I have discuss in this podcast, you can ask your professional um, mentor or professional doctor that are knowledgeable with this kind of topic. I remember way back October 2 at 4.30 in the morning, I woke up from my deep sleep and realized that my underwear is wet. And the only thing in my mind was, did I pee on my bed? I immediately stand and went to the bathroom and checked. And a lot of blood was already coming out from me. 
the first word that came out from my mouth was ma ang anak na hukma. In English, it means mother my baby. My mother was with me when that happened and I'm so lucky that I have her at that time because my husband is away. He's not with me. He's working abroad. The emotion that I felt at that time was pain and shock. It was in panic. My father is not with us because he went early to go to church. So I have to call him back at 4.30 a.m. And we traveled to the nearest hospital. I was saying in my previous podcast, I need to travel two hours because I got rejected in two hospitals who have no obedience. So for that, can't believe that I went through all that experience. I thought that it will only happen in movies, but it happened to me in real life. And, you know, I can't just forget that trauma that I have experienced when I had that miscarriage. Thinking about it is just so painful. So how did I manage to deal with different emotional impact that affects me after my miscarriage? So for grief, I I just think that grief is natural when I lost someone dear to my life, you know. And if you lost someone dear to your life, you can't avoid it. And you should not avoid it. You need to allow yourself to feel the pain. Cry if you want. You are entitled to shout out loud. Do not suppress it. Feel it, but do not forget to drink some water to make you feel better after you cry out loud. It is okay to feel the pain and let your sadness be evident to the people around you. Don't hide it and Show it to them that you are mourning, you're in grief, you're sad, and it's okay. You have the right to grieve and to be sad. Just know that everything must have a limit. Give yourself some timeline, and you must not hold on to it forever. So, shock and disbelief. I remember a few days after my miscarriage, I immediately seek medical advice from a psychologist. After we introduced ourselves, she immediately asked me, how are you feeling right now? And I just answered, I can't believe I'm not pregnant anymore. So intense emotional shock is the psychological shock that I felt at that time where I tend to cry so deeply and be mad at myself. So at that moment, after my miscarriage, when we went out to the hospital, I'm just lucky that I have my parents who really understand my situation. They do not talk about it. They do not open up about it. We just live like we're normal, like the normal routine that we have. At that moment, prayer is the only way I can express my immense sadness and faith. 
And the only way also that I did that time or the only action that I did that time was to push myself and stand up and be present at the moment so I can accept and continue with the life that I am trying to rebuild after my loss. Sadness and disbelief. So sadness and disbelief, time heals and time helps. I believe in this. Sadness is natural, as I said earlier, and one of the best ways to heal from it is letting it heal along with time. But in order to heal along with it, you must create an environment where you get to be surrounded with contrasting ambience. You must really protect yourself from toxicity, from negativity, from other people. You must really try to create it because no one will create it for you in a way that you wanted it to be, for you to see. What do I mean by contrasting ambience? It's like setting activities that can make you feel at ease and happy, like journaling, creating videos, and recording the progress of your healing, or even writing blogs like what I'm currently doing right now, or making some podcasts. Let yourself grieve, but at the same time, allow happiness to enter along with your grieving, so you can manage to accept it little by little. It's not a race anyway so you don't need to set a deadline but make sure you are healing and never hold on to it or you're not holding on to it for a very long time don't take too long to heal and the other one is guilt and self-blame the first thing that struck in my mind at the time was why me why my baby i even asked god that lord why But I'm sorry, Lord, I don't mean that. I mean, and I said, am I not deserving enough? Am I not a good mother to be? What am I if I am not? You know, I can't believe I said that to myself. I even questioned God why, and it's not true. So I realized that life is unfair and it will never be fair. You can't have it all. We were never fair with Jesus when we choose to crucify him. So to deal with my guilt, I reflect within myself and have learned from that and grow and improve my life. I did not just lay down and stick with sadness, cry all day, cry all week, cry all night. No, I did not see that. I try to divert my attention to different activities in contrast with the sadness that I have felt. So I tried to go live in different live platforms, talk to other people, talk to strangers without talking about my miscarriage. So do not let the guilt bring you down. Instead, turn that guilt into an opportunity for a new beginning. Anger and frustration. Yes, I am frustrated with life, 
I am frustrated with everything that happened. I was so mad at myself, at everything that surrounded me. But honestly, I did not let that anger be a way for me to feel more exhausted and be depressed of my loss. Instead, I let myself be mad for a moment and throw myself into something productive. But do not throw yourself into some productive activities that are really heavy like going out, jogging, running. No, do not do that immediately. Do not um, exercise immediately or it's not a good idea. Do not party yourself with other or outside. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I mean, try to do some productive things like reading books, um, creating journals, um, paintings, or whatever you're passionate about that is not heavy for you to do right after your miscarriage. Instead of letting me be mad at myself, I throw myself in something productive, as I've said earlier. So most people know me as a very socialized person because maybe of my loud voice. I don't know. Or maybe maybe because I am seen with different, I am dealing with different types of, of people. I don't know. But honestly, I only have a few circle of friends. And I'm not really into socialization. I like to be surrounded with people that are really important to me. And I prefer to be with the right people, to be exact. So if you're a social person, then you must first seek some medical advice from your doctor if you can already go out and have fun with your friends or have fun with other people whom you know will support your current situation. But if you're like me, then one way that we can divert our anger was to do social live streaming, as I've said earlier, um, painting, journaling, drawing, just divert your attention. And that is our way, and or that is my way of letting my anger pass, and it was really effective for me. Anxiety. This is common to people who have experienced loss. I even think that going crazy might be the best way to escape from this pain. And But no, don't. Don't do that. You must challenge yourself. You must challenge the negative thoughts, fight it, and make sure you win from them. Fight your anxiety. You are the only one who can fight it. So challenge yourself to feel more positive in life and be more realistic with everything that you are planning to do in the future with your husband or with your partner. Isolation and loneliness. This is normal. And this is what I do. I isolate myself and loneliness from other people. A week after I lost, my baby i decided to deactivate my socials it was not easy to answer questions from my friends from my family and from strangers who just asked how am i and what happened 
I tend to cry every time I remember it. So I don't want to see happy people at that time. I tend to cry every time I remember it. And at that time, I don't want to see other people being happy. I don't want to see happy people. I don't want to see babies. I don't want to see um, gathering, celebrations. No, I don't want that. Because at that time, I'm very lonely and I want to grieve. I just want to heal by myself. My process may be sluggish, but this is my way. And you can also work on your way and how you're going to heal and deal with it. And for that, I am not really planning to isolate myself for so long. But at this moment, I just want to feel me. Stigmatizing and silent. So the feeling of being judged is really sad. Some people will never understand how tragic it is to lose a baby. People will not understand it if they will not experience it. And this is true. Others may said I am overreacting or too emotional about it. Judgment is what I am always avoiding. I don't need other people's opinion about my silence. I just need to continue praying and be healed with time. You know, it is okay to be silent and nothing is wrong with it. If you don't feel it, if you don't feel like it's comfortable for you, sharing with others then don't go on with what you think will make you happy and free from pain and toxicity people will always have something to say so don't be stressed if ever you will hear judgment or anxious opinion from others mixed emotions the truth is you will never know how you will feel after your miscarriage you will only know that you lost your baby and that is the only reason of your mixed emotions just feel it until you get tired from them you will eventually get tired my dear and if you're already tired if you already come to that point make sure to put yourself back together make some tea Inhale and exhale. Be that strong woman that you used to be. If you feel like no one can understand you, write it down. You have the right to be entitled to whatever feelings you want to feel. As long as you don't hurt anybody or you don't hurt other people, then that's okay. Just go on. It takes time to make those feelings go away. So just feel it if you're done. Know what you are feeling. Are you mad? Are you sad? Are you frustrated with life? Or do you feel like numb? Name them all and try to reflect from them and make sure to do something to counter it and make it feel less burden to you. Always remember to know what causes your heart in pain so you'll know how to mend your broken heart. We're different. I'm different from you. You're different from me. We don't have the same feelings right after our miscarriage. But we really need to know what causes it and 
how do we heal from it? What are the processes that we need to do to heal? Relationship impact. It has a great impact in my relationship now since my husband is far from me and I really need his emotional support to me. What I really need this time is his attention. And I just wanted him to be, to talk to me all the time. There was a point where I already get jealous with his work, even though I know that it's really tiring and his work is really busy. I didn't think of that. I was really selfish at that time that I just want him. I just wanted to be with him. I just want to talk to him, share things with him, and cry over the phone with him, and just feel the moment of my grieving. And, you know, I, that's the only time where I think I was selfish of his attention because I'm not an attention seeker in our relationship. I mean, when he's far from me, I really don't tend to get clingy to him or to get. To, to want his attention because I know that I understand that he's really busy. But at this point in time, after my miscarriage, all I want is him. And that's what also I think brings us more closer this time. I mean, because of the hurt and the pain that I'm feeling, I just want to seek his attention. That's all I want. And at this point, brings us more closer together. He don't really normally like sharing things with me, so I really don't know how my husband is grieving right now. I mean, he don't like to share things with me over the phone or on on during our video call, but every time we're together and when I ask him about things, he he shares with me, he opens up with me. Even even if that is the way how he is, that is okay for me. I feel like more close to him in our relationship right now. Since I'm not a jealous type or attention-seeking person in our relationship right now, it, feels, it really makes me feel happy that I have this personality right now to, to really seek attention from him that makes our love and relationship as the married couple more closer together. Long-term impact. After my miscarriage, I decided to not get pregnant immediately because I honestly don't know if I can still do it again. It's traumatic and painful. I said it to my husband and he agreed. But I know that he already wanted to be a dad and as maternal age has a great impact as a high risk of miscarriage, I decided to not let it affect me and for all the trauma that I have experienced in life, even if this incident was the most painful one, I'm still willing to try again and make it happen this time. I don't know you, but I am more willing to take risks again. Nothing is wrong with trying again, and nothing is wrong with not trying it for quite a while. You're different, and I'm different. 
it will depend on you so don't be pressured from the society or get insecure just know that everything gets along with time so just feel the moment and when you are ready then go for it on our next episode we will discuss what are the symptoms of miscarriage And before I end this episode, I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for tuning in today. Your support means the world to me. Don't forget to follow me, be notified every time I upload a new podcast. And for me, your feedback will be really appreciated. If you have questions, just comment. Or you can also share your own experience and thoughts about miscarriage. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.